Camper. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey there, happy campers. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Julia. I'm Sammy, and we are back with the Happy Campers podcast. Welcome back. Uh, Okay, so I know usually we do a themed episode, but this week we're just going to hear from our super cool guest about her story and journey through life and how camp weaves into that. Yeah, she's a lovely lady. She's been friends with Sammy for a long time. Since 2009. I'm meeting her right now, so this is thrilling for me. And she is the host of a lovely podcast called Essie's Hour of Love. You should all check it out. And Crossover episode. Yeah, this is our first ever podcast crossover episode. And we're entitling it Essie's Hour of Camp. Genius. Genius. So, hello, Essie. Thanks for coming on. Hi. I wasn't sure if I could speak during the intro. You totally so, can. Oh, no, I was just holding back. <laughs> be like, they'll, they'll probably give me an eye. <laughs> we did, though. Yeah, yeah no, okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? It's good. I'm in this beautiful West Village apartment looking out at the city on like a grey day. It kind of looks like London outside. It does a little bit. Yeah, this apartment is modeled after London. (laughs) Good irony like apartments that are. (laughs) Um, Okay, so for our listeners who couldn't tell, Essie is from Australia. What? (laughs) I am. And she worked at our camp, Walden, with Allison and I in 2009, but didn't like it that much. That's not true. That's not true. Okay, so tell us. That's what I've been told, so I want you to tell us different. Excuse me. I would like to hear why, where this has come about that I didn't like it very much. You just had kind of like a rough summer. Oh. That's different. (laughs) That's different to not liking it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So let's set the scene. Tell us how you came to camp. Tell us everything. Okay. Wow. So I, one of my best friends... Miss Sasha Burnham, uh, Lustia Burnham. Fun fact, I don't know if you guys want to hear this at all, but Sasha met the love of her life at that camp and married him, and we were all there except for Julia in Australia. (laughs) But I love Sasha, and we have a special connection. Yeah, you do. Okay, keep going. I also think she loves this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Does she listen? Hey, Sash. Yeah, she's a big listener. And I think she tries to be like, I listen to both of yours, but I think she much (laughs) prefers this one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I'm sure we're going to get an email about that. (laughs) Hi, Sasha. So um, So Sasha started going to summer camp when we were 18. Yeah. And... I basically was the only friend that would really listen to her stories while she, when she came back. <laughs> it's really important to have that friend. Yeah, she was pretty obsessed. Yeah. And <laughs> you guys are from Perth, right? We, yeah, from Perth, West Australia. We're both actually from like towns quite out of Perth, but we met at boarding school. Mm-hmm. So 18, she comes over, has like one of the best summers of her life. Oh. And um, I hear, and then she keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. So I lose my best friend for, you know, months over the summer, every summer, which is our winter. It's actually the winter. Yeah, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, so movie time is ruined. Uh, and um, and I started to be fascinated by this, like, experience she had. But I also hit this point in 
my, I'm going to say career, but it wasn't really a career at the time. Because we were 20. Because we were, yeah, because <laughs> I'm pretty young. Uh, that I'd studied fashion design and I'd been working at a like live entertainment venue and I was doing all these really interesting, great things. But I also realized I was 21 and I could kind of see my future in Perth. And I went, hang on, like I'm too young to see how this would sort of play out. And I remember sort of expressing that to Sash and going, I think I, I think I got to go on an adventure. And she's like, well, you Have should. Have I got the adventure yeah. for you? Yeah. <laughs> you should come to, to camp with me. Well, and it was interesting. It wasn't necessarily with me at the start, that element of it. She was like, you should, I think you would really enjoy summer camp. And I was like, but I, it was a big, big discussion that we had was, I don't want to intrude on this incredible experience that you're having. Um, because we, you know, we were extremely close and we got each, you know, we, we knew how each other behaved and stuff like that. And sometimes I know that when you go have your own experience when no one knows you, you become whoever you want to be. And I just didn't want to invade on that. But she also was like, I go to the best camp in the whole world. I can't <laughs> sort of let you go somewhere else where you may not have mm-hmm. an incredible experience. So it's like kind of common for like kind of, kids 18 19 year old kids in australia to come over to the u.s and be camp counselors yeah i i think you guys may think it's we think more it's common. more common than it yeah, is. yeah i was like, like Sammy, that sounds like, like, CC, like a, all the australian counselors get placed w- by like ccusa and no i think um <clears throat> i think sasha found it in a like the newspaper posting <laughs> um it definitely wasn't a foreign foreign concept yeah but i don't but think a lot of people know okay like if you it's really like every setting the record straight i don't i've been if, growing up believing that if you looked at the percentage <laughs> of people that do this i don't think it's huge okay every australian you've ever met in new york city is here because they that's went to a sleep correct camp. that's absolutely correct <laughs> okay fact checking <laughs> but, uh, these are alternative uh, facts so I remember also people were a little nervous that we were going to go together. I remember Sasha's mum was like, what are you two doing? She said, <laughs> not in a bad way, but she was like, careful, you know, yeah. traveling together, going to the same camp. Da, da, da. Uh, so that's how I ended up at Camp Walden um, was basically I was on an adventure and Sash said I could better go to the best camp in the world. So we both went that year in 2009. It was a good year. It was okay. Um, okay, so... Tell us about your experience at camp. Okay. <laughs> so I had a, an interesting experience. Uh, so I arrive and I, I love it. We Sasha and I arrived quite early for the, what's it, pre-camp? pre-camp. Uh, but like even earlier than pre-camp. So I'm painting the uh, the art, yeah. <laughs> the art space. <laughs> just as just you do. Doing a handyman. Yeah, I was. I was a <laughs> handy, handyman for a week. And then we do uh, a lifeguard course. Even though I was teaching swim, uh, just no, I wasn't teaching swimming. I was the dance teacher, yeah, the dance. <laughs> but I can't remember why I was doing the lifeguarding course. I think I just wanted to do everything, and um, it's it w- actually very useful to be a lifeguard at camp. Was, you yeah, get to do like useful better stuff than non lifeguard counselors, right? That was the plan, uh, and <laughs> um, so I did that. But the, I think the lake had been frozen like <laughs> yeah. maybe like three weeks beforehand, <laughs> and I don't know. I I put this on to an Australian trait, but I don't know if it actually is, but everyone else wore wetsuits ex- except for me because <laughs> I thought I'm tough and <laughs> I'm not surfing, so why would I need a wetsuit? 
Uh, so anyway, so I'm learning uh, how to be a lifeguard in a lake, which was also a really strange thing because I was like, um, why aren't you teaching us about rips and dangerous sea animals? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, because it's a lake. I was like, okay, well, it just seems like you're scratching the surface. <laughs> uh, and then I came back and I got assigned, um, I actually did, I got chosen for the, uh, it was quite a big deal to get chosen to do the wilderness first aid. Oh, were we in it together? Because I did it that year with Taylor and everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which meant that you were going to be going on like the best trips. trips. Yeah. Uh, so hiking all the big mountains and canoeing and, and, and I was pretty honored to be a part of that. Uh, so then I got uh, assigned the youngest girls of the bunk. Oh God. So I was bunk, bunk one. So they were eight years old. Eight and nine, yeah. Eight and nine years old, which I was really excited about. Um, and then the uh, bunk 12, so the oldest girls of the group, they arrive a few days early. And there's a pre – no, sorry, I'm getting this wrong. Everyone, the kids will arrive and we do a pre-hike uh, with the bunk 12 as the oldest girls to get them ready for their big hike. And I was like the, is it a trip leader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was the trip leader, meaning I drove the car yeah. and like looked after the snacks. Uh, <laughs> and so, the meds. The meds. But that morning I had woken up with um, a little bit of an ear echoing in my ear. And one of the girls had to go down to the nurse's. So I toddled down with one of the young ones and I mentioned to the nurse that I had this little echoing in my ear. And they're like, it's probably a swimmer's ear or, or you know. This was also like the first week of camp. Yes. This it was, was like the, the, probably like four days the girls, into camp. That's it. The girls yeah. had just <clears throat> arrived four days um, before. Um, so they were like, don't worry about it. If it gets worse, come down. I was like, cool. So we go on this four-hour hike with the oldest, um, with the 15-year-olds. And as I'm walking back to the car, we're finishing the hike. I just slightly noticed that my left eye is um, just twitching a little bit or just acting a bit weird. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> uh, and then we go get, after every hike, you go to the gazebo and get a big ice cream. And I remember thinking, this ice cream tastes disgusting. <laughs> and I, it was just a weird sensation in my mouth going on. Again, I was thinking, whatever. So we get back to camp. I go up to the main like office area to put the keys in and say kids are alive and safe. And I said to one of the, the women working there, I was like, check out my eye. I was like, I think it's like shutting a bit slower <laughs> and like quite like impressed with it, to be honest. And she's like, I think you better go down to the nurse's bunk. Uh, so I head down there and I'd become quite good friends with the nurses by this time. And I was like, hey, Kel, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> and she turned around and mm. looked at my face and she's like, you have to go to the ER right now. I was like, what I are you I kind of remember this about? happening. There was like a lot of kerfuffle happening and everyone was like, yes, he's going to the hospital. Yeah. So, so basically what she said, she's like this is a sign of a stroke, that mm. you're having a stroke. And I was like, lady, <laughs> I am fine. And so I was like, well, I need to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and I remember coming out and it was like World War Three had broken out. This is obviously what you'd heard. Yeah. Um, everyone's like, get in the car, get in the car now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I have to go get my credit card because I'm just about to go to an American hospital <laughs> and I don't know how. And I'm... I know that you have to pay here. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> apparently and they're like don't worry you're on camp insurance um they're like just get in the car and there's uh jen levy who's like our 
I, she is like our—I don't know how to explain Jen Levy Ma, of Camp Walden. Like Mom. Yeah, she yeah. is just this beautiful presence that everyone adores. Beautiful, calming. She's now the assistant director. She's a camp celebrity. Yeah, Yeah, camp celeb. Uh, So she's there in the car. She knows nothing. She's just been called over the the radio to be like, you have to take Essie to the ER. And um, so I... I remember Lynn, who was a, a director at the time. I think or she was the assistant, assistant director, director at yeah. the time. An interesting older woman sort of came in and gave me this big hug and was like, you'll be okay. Just get in the car. <laughs> so I'd get in the car. Not with that voice. She does not have that voice at all. Um, and Jen Levy turns to me and she's like, what the hell is going on? Because it wasn't – whatever was going on with my face wasn't hugely obvious. Like you could feel it, but it wasn't Yeah, like... but I'm not thinking this is a big deal. Yeah. And But Jen Levy's like, we're driving now to the ER, which was I think about 20 hours. Uh, 20 hours. 20 <laughs> oh, minutes. No, sounds right. A, 20 a hours. quick 20 hours. Yeah. Yeah, 20, 20 minutes. minutes away. And she's like, Essie, I honestly thought that you had a pencil in your eye or something <laughs> like that. I was like, well, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so we get there and by that time, I think I'd lost quite a lot of sensation in the left side of my face. And I remember that every nurse's name was Jenny. And I was like, what is with the Jennies? And there was people in the waiting room, uh, but they kind of took me in first, which was a sort of a little bit of a scarier, uh, thing. Cause you're like, maybe something is seriously happening. Cause they're like rushing me through. And I remember being in the CAT scan. I think that's what it's called when you like go in. I'm like, that's it. They're going to find all the cancers. <laughs> I was like, it's over. Uh, but they basically I came out and I remember also they asked me to put on a – they asked me to take my clothes off. And Jen was still in the room with me or like at least my top. So I just took it off and I'd just been on a hike. And then the guy nurse walks in and he's like, you could put on the robe. <laughs> oh, my God, you didn't put the robe on. I was like, you could have told me to – you just told me to take my You're like, shirt I off. might be having a stroke, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay? <laughs> so I um, – so anyway, I'm not – I wasn't having a stroke and they introduced me to this thing called uh, Bell's Palsy, which is when there's a nerve damage in – on your face where you lose sensation um, – well, basically, it just stops working. And I think it, like for pregnant women, I think it can actually happen of like half your body. Oh, really? And mine was just half my face. And they're like, look, so we can't really test if you have it or not, but you, you obviously, there's, there's a pretty strong sign. <laughs> half your face isn't working anymore. Uh, and then um, they're like, but we also, there's no medicine for it. Like yeah. it, it could be that you had herpes. It could be that you have Lyme disease. It could be that you... Uh, God knows. They really didn't know. I was like, probably not the herpes. <laughs> uh, and they tested that. They're like, yeah, you're good. I'm like, I could have told you that. It's clear for everyone listening. <laughs> it wasn't herpes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to get a date out of this podcast anyway. Uh, and um, tested for Lyme disease. wasn't Lyme disease. First time I'd ever heard of Lyme disease. It's, it's so-called not in Australia, but apparently it is. And, um, and they're like, so there's a chance that your face could be back to normal tomorrow. There's um, a chance it could be back in, say, two months. Um, there's also like a, I think like a 5 to 10% chance you, you won't get it back. And that's kind of it. That's, that's all they sort of say. And they also put a eye patch over my eye. And because we're, I was being quite jovial during this whole process... The nurses thought it was quite funny, so they drew an eye oh. over the top of my eye patch. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but as I, Jan and I walked out of the hospital, I was like, I'm not 
I started, it sort of started to hit me a bit yeah. more and so it wasn't that funny. And I remember we went in, you must have been there, Sammy, I can't really remember, but we went into this Thai place um, in town because a few of the girls, a few ca- uh, counsellors were off that night yeah. and we walk in and we sat down to eat and with you guys and I had this eye patch on and this eye and, and I, Jen looked at me and she's like, do you want to get it to go? I was like, I think we should get it to go. <laughs> like I, I'm not. Yeah, I do uh, kind yeah. of remember that. Okay, yeah. And she, and she also changed the dressing. <laughs> like we mm. got rid of the eye, eye, eye patch. Um, yeah, and I should. Do you, do you want me to keep going? I mean, this is a long story. Yeah, no, yeah. this I mean, is we're, we're like, yeah, this is the so the I pod. get. Yeah, so I get back to camp, and I had, of course, I have had no idea what's been happening at camp. And Sasha, so one of the nurses had told Sasha that it could be a neurological Event. issue yeah. that I've had. So she's also going. I, I th- from my memory, she was like, I didn't know if I should call your parents. Yeah. I, I didn't know what to do, you know. And I'll, so I got there and I w- walk in and so everyone's like wondering what the <laughs> hell's going on. And it was just all a bit weird because yeah. I was like, no, I'm okay. And they're like, well, what the frick is Bell's palsy? And I don't know. And it was... That was like a term of the summer. Like for the rest of the summer, everyone was just like was very well educated on a, Bell's, a Bell's palsy. palsy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going and eating though, and this I just will never forget this that I'm sitting at the table with all the kids, and everyone's sort of looking at me. Fair enough, I look very weird. I've got an eye patch, and half my face isn't moving. And I go to take a sip of water, not realizing that it just comes out the other <laughs> side of my mouth because there's no muscle there, yeah. you just can't do anything. And and you also make these really weird noises like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've never felt more attractive. Um, so that was the start of That was four days into camp. Yeah. Um, uh, and so did that kind of just like shape your whole summer? Was that like, what uh, was? So it was interesting because you were like being groomed to be this amazing trip counselor. I then... was being groomed. <laughs> I was, I thought this was going to be, yeah. Like, and I was also running in the mornings. I felt really good. I was like, man, this is like, <laughs> this camp life is great. And then, yeah. And this happened. And what was interesting is that they told me with the drugs that they gave me just for first, like five days, they just give you something to just eliminate if it was any other issue. And they said that that would give you energy and it, it worked the opposite for me. It took away yeah. every piece of energy that I had. And what you do at summer camp as a counselor is you work. And I couldn't work. And, and that's also just like a personal thing of mine is my worst nightmare. I really get my kicks from working hard, putting in effort. And, and I've learned now it's like adding value. And I couldn't add value. I had to look after myself. And um, AK, the producer, Alison, the producer <laughs> of the Happy Canvas, probably was I'm not a big crier or I'm not a big um I don't like to make a too big a scene of things and one day up in the office I I kind of lost it because I just I felt so sad that I couldn't do what I was supposed to do here and that people had to look after me where where my job was to look after the kids Mm -hmm. so there was this moment of do I need to go home that's what I was wondering. Like, did yeah. you kind of like reassess? Uh, I, I did. And it sort of went up and down <laughs> a bit. Sasha said something. Int- it also took me three weeks to email my mm-hmm. friends about it. I called my dad when I got back to camp and uh, he had like, I call her, he, you know, hi, yes. 
and I straight away can tell that it's like office voice. So yeah. like he's all like meeting voice and so on. And I'm like, hey, dad. So they thought, kind of thought I had a stroke, but, I'm, but I haven't. And, uh, you know, and my dad's like my best friend. I, he's a legend. But I think because he must have been so caught up in work, he, it, he was sort of not quite there. And then he, he sort of finally just heard that I was fine and that was it. But then I think five minutes after he hung up from me, it all like came. He just like realized the conversation what it, that what he had. had just happened. Yeah. yeah. And he, he couldn't call me back because I'm at camp. Yeah. So then he calls my mom apparently. And then my mom's driving out to his office because all they heard was stroke. Yeah. A stroke. Right. A stroke. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's, I shouldn't have said that. Um, so you I never say the right thing in those calls. Never. It's yeah. like, I'm going to be completely calm and measured. And then someone picks up the phone and you're like, I'm in the hospital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, but I think I was probably too calm, uh, which threw which him scared off. Them, yeah. yeah. So it was all a bit weird. Um, Side note, your dad made us the best pulled lamb sandwiches in the world when we were in Australia. Yeah, they were literally so good. I know. He, Sometimes I think about them. Like in the middle of the street, I'm like, remember those lamb sandwiches? Those were amazing. Well, we had a, we had a discussion about it because he's like, what about pulled pork? I'm like, Dad, that's a very American thing to do. Like we've got Americans in Australia. He's like, pulled lamb then. <laughs> so I was like, done. Uh, that was a great day. Um, so... So I, I talked to my parents a bit about, like, should I come home or should I not? And they also were like, should we come over? I'm like, definitely not. <laughs> like, you, this is not what I need you for. Uh, but Sasha actually in the end said something quite interesting. She was like, you know, it's probably actually going to be harder for the people back at home to see you like this than on a beautiful campsite with a lake and these kids that – really couldn't give a crap what you look like. I think sometimes that was a little scary, uh, but but I think they got used to it, so it was okay. So um, by the time I was sort of at that point of thinking, should I go home, I'd, o- I'd already kind of created a safe place at camp, so I decided, um, I decided not to. But I think it did... I didn't... So what happened was is that I... For, for three months, my face didn't move... Half my face didn't move. So the whole time I was at camp, uh, it didn't uh, it didn't move. So I would wake up in the mornings, every morning, and I'd go look in the mirror. And I'd, it was the most obvious is that if you smiled because it was such a contrast of your other side of your face that could move. So every morning, wake up, go smile, and nothing, <clears throat> nothing, would, nothing would happen. And um, so I think I didn't realise until after three months it started to come back and then when I was back in Australia so five and a half months later I looked in the mirror and it was for the first time that I went I I know I sort of went oh I'm I'm not ugly I know it's and I'm not but I didn't the weird thing was I didn't realize I thought I was ugly I didn't realize that I this whole time I had lost all my confidence and that I wasn't feeling good about myself right so that's when I look back now and go, if that's what I must have been feeling towards myself, then I don't. Th- I think I could have been on the Bahama Islands with the best-looking man in the world uh, by my side and not had a good time. Is what meaning like? Right. It didn't. It wasn't camp. It was. It was your circumstances. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, but I did. I I loved camp. I thought it was this magical place. I um, I felt more of an observer. 
than a participant. And I think that was just circumstantial because I didn't feel that right at the start um, because I had to be careful of how far I pushed it. Right. And, um, and I loved being around the girls. I, I loved the singing, the energy. Also, I had never met a Jewish person <laughs> before. Now you're in an apartment full of them. I know. <laughs> uh, you know, before Shut that. Up. So that was incredible. That was, so all of it was a new experience yeah. for me. Um, but there's so much more to this that I could keep I going. Know. Okay, so I want to keep going. Yeah. Is that So like camp, but okay, so the summer itself was like a little, it was rough, but not because you didn't like camp. But no, because it was exactly. Your circumstances, which is what I meant. I didn't yeah. mean that you didn't like Walden. But okay, so, but you kind of spun your whole camp experience and network like into your life. Like yeah. this is like everything that you are <laughs> now can kind of be traced back to that summer that yes. you came to Walden. Okay. Walden, people love Walk to do that. Yeah, so, Walden likes to take, yeah, Wal- claim Walden your success as artist. For yeah. your success. You would never be where you are. <laughs> I lo- yeah. No, that's not true. You are an incredibly talented no, 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 no. and beautiful person. But so, <laughs> I thanks. I mean, uh, so after camp, you go on a, a most Australian, most international crew travel afterwards, and you don't get paid a lot. So a lot of the <coughs> campers' parents during, like, uh, parents' weekend or the final couple of days, they, they say, if you're travelling near our home, come and stay a night. And it's like, they're, one, it's such a lovely thing to do. Two, it's a great way to say thank you for looking after my child for Even two months. Even if you're not a international, like, I stayed at a lot of Right, sorry, houses. yeah. <laughs> it just means more as the international. Yeah, yeah, for because sure. Because it's, it's enhancing this, like, American experience. Uh, so... So it was, uh, I think it was the Labor Day long weekend. We were in New York. Sasha and I had traveled around quite a lot. We'd landed in New York and Sasha was flying out to Paris that night to go have an experience in Paris. And I was starting my journey in America by myself. And we're having a big picnic in Central Park with all the girls that have just graduated from camp. So the 15-year-olds. The um, and they're very, they're very emotional. Yeah. This is like the end of their life. Uh, and <laughs> Ali, beautiful man, uh, <laughs> who I had heard about for years because Ali man, Alexander man, Al, what, is, what, Ale- is, she what is she? She goes by Ali. She goes by everything. Yeah, she goes by Ali in the real world, but I think at camp she goes by Alex. Alex, Alex, yeah. So I had heard about Alex man, but at camp, Al was so busy that, or like in her element of her final. Summer. Summer that I hardly spoke like three words to this <laughs> to this girl. Um, and was and Izzy, her younger sister, was my mm-hmm. camp sister. So Izzy and I got along really well. But Allie, I, I didn't know. And I remember she'd added me on Facebook like <laughs> earlier before I even Ooh, made it to America. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> uh, so we're at this um, picnic and Allie said, Allie just did not want to let go of anything of camp as long uh, for however long over that summer she could drag on this camp experience she was going to do it so she saw an opportunity (laughs) with me and was like do you want to come and stay the night at our house we only live like 45 minutes out of the city and I was it's so interesting because this is where the Bell's Palsy sort of comes back in like the thought to like go to someone's house and be this 
presence while you sort of look like this and feel like this, it was just so much more energy than it would have been before. But like I remember having this like internal like fight in my brain. I'm like, you've come to America. You need to have experiences. Like you go to this house. (laughs) So I was like, and what a house it was. (laughs) I rock up in Greenwich, Connecticut. (laughs) Uh, I did not know what I was, uh, what I was entering. And um, Sally Mann and a few of the, which is Ali's mum. Uh, and a few of the kids, Ali had, of course, invited other campers to come for the weekend. They picked me up from the train station and it was very busy at the man's house. There was someone's bar mitzvah that night and there was guests in the guest room and Sally's like, you could sleep in Isabel's room. It's or- worth noting that this is a family with four kids. Four kids, <laughs> three girls. Um, so, yeah, three girls, one boy. And so just mayhem, but in a, but, but it's like control mayhem. It's yeah. like they, like, it's always crazy at that house, but like, they're just very, they're like, this is our lives and we love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk into this and I'm just fascinated by this life. And they have, uh, they have, um, a nanny there at the time and just a, a world that I had never really seen before. And I was still in camp council mode. It had only been like a couple of weeks out and I was helping Isabel with homework and I was teaching Allie how to chop a tomato because she was just <laughs> so bad at it. I was like, not that nice. Um, and just hanging out with the kids and Georgia, the youngest one who was six at the time, we were, you know, drawing. And, um, and just, I don't know, just joining their lives for a night. And that n- later in that evening, Sally Mann, the, the mum, comes in to sort of say goodnight to me. And we had not connected at all because she was running around. Yeah, in like crazy mum world. Um, But she comes in and she sort of says goodnight and we end up having like a 45-minute chat and I just like fall in love with this woman. And I just have so many questions about how their life works in this world, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she comes into – I'm leaving in the morning pretty early and she comes in and she's like, so I couldn't quite sleep last night. I just have this gut feeling that you would be like wonderful (laughs) for our family and like would you consider maybe being our nanny? Uh, And I was like, oh, interesting because Sasha had told me that she'd gotten offers for being a nanny the year before and I wondered if I was going to get an (laughs) offer. And um, I was like, cool, well, I'm you were just like trying to have all the chill. Yeah, try yeah. To, you're like, you're <laughs> uh, it's so interesting because I also, I had this six month traveling visa. So I was like, hey, I could, sure, for six months, I'm in. And she's like, well, if you come into my kids' lives, it has to at least be for a year. I was like, whoa, all right, this is, this is moving to America. This isn't just an extended adventure uh, for um, this thing. Um, so I went, I caught the train to Georgia, the midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> the literal midnight train. <laughs> to go hang out with the nurse from camp. And um, <laughs> and then I also went and stayed at Alison Caden's house after that. And I just had a, a big decision to make if I wanted to do this. But I decided to. So I had to go back to Australia and get my visa. And I came back. And so I was an au pair for the mans for a year and a half. And then, uh, yeah, and and, and then, then you went to the fashion and institute. Then exe- yeah, <laughs> and then I got accepted into the fashion institute of technology to do communication design. And then I and now you're here. And now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm a strategist at an advertising agency. So I've the, been here for seven years now. Seven years. Uh, okay. So when you 
think back to when you were 21 and you were like, I can see my whole future in Perth. Yeah. And like now you see your whole life here in New York. Is it like so much more than you ever imagined in Perth? No, no? not necessarily. No, okay. it's just different. No, it's just completely different. I think I would have had a really beautiful life back at home. I mean, yeah. It, it, I think I'd probably be healthier. Um, <laughs> we, yeah. all yeah, we all would be healthier. healthier. I have <laughs> developed grey hairs. <laughs> uh, I don't. Not sure if that would have happened at home. Um, so no, just a, just this probably was the right journey. The other one would have been lovely. I just it just didn't feel right. And um, so here, this kind of makes more sense, I guess, at the moment. It's just. Do you know who Cheryl Strait is? She wrote Wild. Yeah, that book Wild. She used to write an advice column, Dear Sugar. Oh, I've read that book. Yeah. yeah, me too. So there's one that like I still think about all the time where it's like a guy wrote in and basically said like <clears throat> I I don't want to have kids, but I don't want to miss out on having kids. Um, you know, like I don't want to miss out like I missed a big life experience. And she basically wrote back that was like it's okay that you don't want to have kids. We can't like we make choices and the life that doesn't carry us is like a boat and all we can do is just like salute it from the shore and like respect it for what it was and real realize that like that's not our life and we live this life based on our choices and like I really think of you when I think of that quote because it's like you had this moment where you were like I can see my life it could be different and then you just like did it but you know what's also I remember being back in Australia at that time of getting the visa and I have a few of my friends were like, S, you know, what do you, you really want to be a nanny? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and I mean, but what's so interesting about life is that I knew that's what I was going to do. And one, I didn't see it as I'm being a nanny. I, I saw it as I'm going on, a, I am now going on an adventure because my adventure in America, I had half a face and, <laughs> and, all, you know, and it, it was a different adventure than I thought. And. And also it was this amazing thing to get offered an opportunity while you felt so crap. Yeah. Like Sal saw me for me when I did not see. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, what I was going through. And then so you know that you're entering a family and a, and a boss who, you know, really yeah. cares about you at and some level. now I'm on, but, yeah. she's like my best friend. That's amazing. <laughs> Miss Sally Man. Yeah. <laughs> and the, ki- the kids. And and Mr. Tony Man is probably <laughs> one of my favorite people in the world who has taught me a lot. Um, so now I have this American family that yeah. um, that is a huge part of my life. Like I've just started this new job, and I can't tell how many times I've brought them up in random conversations. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I know this family. Yeah. Uh, so that it was a like I think sometimes Sal says that she feels like I was a gift, and I feel the. I feel like they have just been a huge gift for me. Oh, it's getting soppy. No, I um, love it. Where, but Camp Walden just kept like, so the kids, so I would pack Isabel and Georgia for camp and then I would drive up when other Australian campers, uh, old ex-Australian counsellors would come to America and they would come see me and we would drive up to camp. Like camp just kept, camp you brought your never, mom to camp. And I brought my mom, she... <laughs> And that was interesting because she really, I didn't realize how tough a time she had while I was in America with Bell's palsy. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I had no idea that she was quite affected by it. Um, so she really wanted to go to the place of where, that looked after me during this time. Oh. So it, it was a pretty big deal for her Your to go Your mom just went it. around hugging people. I know. Like, it was <laughs> like adorable. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went and visited Strauss at his boy camp as well. <laughs> Strauss man. Um, 
I hope the mans don't mind that I'm talking about them I'm so much. I'm sure they love it. So, uh, so yeah, so camp, it, it's true. I can't get Camp Walden out of my life. <laughs> like, it will never, ever. Do you want to, really? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> it is just going to, it's a, yeah, it's a huge part of my story. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful for it. But I definitely don't have that same love of camp. I think that's what your point was at the start. I don't have that <laughs> yeah. same love of camp that other people have. I like, You have a, an intense appreciation. I have a very, I have a, an intense appreciation, but like there was moments of camp. I also just didn't get like the, <laughs> the night before camp ends. Oh, it, what's, what's it what called? What are you going to say? I know. Splash night. Are you talking about Splash Night? Because we no, 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 no. no. Oh, I'm not going to. Uh, I was like, if you know anything, <laughs> you no, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I forgot that, actually. <laughs> so I'm glad you reminded me. Uh, no, but the kids sort of like stay up all night and then oh. they get on buses at five. I think at it just changed. Three o'clock now. in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. I still think it's insane yeah. now. So <laughs> I was, I remember like standing in the middle of this mayhem at 3 a.m. in the morning where the kids are just crying. Counselors yeah. are like Cry. ripping kids yeah, apart. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. And I'm like, this feels like Titanic. Yeah. yeah. This is a yeah. scene from Titanic. Like, it was just. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Women and children element. heading to Boston. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, don't don't leave anyone behind. Um, That's so. what they want. They don't want to get on the bus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite of Titanic. Exactly. I think for me, like, I want the bus can't ship. leave. She's not I even. wanted to get on the bus. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you're like, I you're don't like, understand. Get me on the lifeboats, and the kids much. are like, I'm going down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, tell us about your podcast. Uh, my podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> it's called Essie's Hour of Love, and I, I do it with. It's very similar to you guys. I do it with two of my female-run yeah, podcast with the girls, um, two of my best friends, and we. I've said best friends a lot. Um, <laughs> we. Uh, I interview people about about love. So I have one guest normally come on for an hour and we just, we just chat kind of like we have now. And it just ends up being sort of the conversation migrates sort of to love in, in whatever form or way the person wants to talk about it. Some, like I find guys are a lot more uh, um, talk in theories about love where women will normally come in a bit more with a story or personal a, a story. personal um, element to it. And it just, every time it's just completely different. Um, and I just, I honestly, I just love it. I could, I, I'm trying to figure out a way that I can make this your life. Yeah. 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 I and, feel it. And, and keep growing. Like it changes all the time. And what's lovely is that there's no rush though. Uh, it's just, it's just like um, a thing that I want always a part of my life. It's really great. And everyone should check it out. It's a really <laughs> good podcast. Um, speaking of love and camp, when we were at, uh, Sasha's wedding, you gave an amazing speech and you said something about how there's like three great loves. I knew you were going to bring this up. Oh, do you not want me to? No, no, that's okay. (laughs) okay. I just had a gut feeling. (laughs) You said that everybody has three great loves of their lives and you went through Sasha's and you were like, okay, ex-boyfriend, whatever. We don't have to talk about him. Chris, and then you were like, I was trying to think of what the third love is, and I realized that it's camp. And it was like our whole table, we were all sitting together, our whole table like erupted. We were so excited. But like, you, do you want to talk a little bit yeah, about it, that? It wasn't, it's, it wasn't a theory of everyone. It was a, 
element of Sasha had okay. said that she believed that she was going to have three great loves in her life. Okay, sorry. I no, no, up. that's okay. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know if everyone gets three. <laughs> uh, so when I was putting the speech together, I just was going back to when we were 19, you know, having sleepovers and, you know, wondering what our life was going to end up being. And she would say that I, she was going to have three great loves. And I'm going, oh, my God, she's only heard two. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what, I need to, I need to find this third. And I really was, I kind of did it, did it the same way that in the speeches that happened in my brain. I was like, oh, my God, Camp Walden is her third love. And I, I actually really believe it. She, Camp, I can't, I feel like I, I don't want to speak for her, but as an observer of her, Camp was the biggest gift that I think she's ever had. And she ended up meeting her, the love of her life there. Um, I think it was a savior for her when her dad was really sick. She has met some of the best friends um, and also just found, found this place where she could be the person um, where I've, I'm again, Sash, I'm sorry, I'm talking for you. Um, (laughs) That brought out all her best qualities. Um, She loves like, Rah, rah. (laughs) But I think that that's not just true for Sash. Like, I definitely feel that for myself in terms of camp. And, like, I think a lot of people feel that way. Like, that camp is one of the great loves of their life. It's – that's what this podcast is born from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So – and my experience was truly that it was that watching Sasha kind of go through it. And I think that's also why I – I say to Ali, man, that I that I felt like an observer because I was also watching. I was going into a sacred space of my best friends, and and I, I wanted to know what that was like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it wasn't really my experience in some ways. Yeah. So yeah. Do you have any other questions? No, I just have all the feels. I know this was ah, oh, this is such a feely episode. Um, okay. I think we're going to wrap it up. Do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, no. No? no. You're good? I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, social media. Thank you to Allison, our wonderful producer. We love you. Thank you, AK. Thanks, AK. Thank you, um, Essie, for coming on yeah, and thank guys, you, thanks sharing for this whole me. story. I've always heard such great things about you, but I, but no one ever was like, well, let me tell you an hour-long story of who <laughs> Essie is and why we know her. Yeah. And now I know it. She's excellent. We love her so much. I'm excited to one day... Um, I'll just I'll start today, but like at some point to try to be your best friend. <laughs> but you have a lot of them, so like I don't know. No, I mean, I love to just add to it. Yeah, just, I don't know I'm if just, it's worth it. I'm just not very good at replying to texts, so just yeah, ease uh, in. Every time I see Essie, I feel like zero time has passed. It um, really is true. We are a little, uh, we're quite similar in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so you should find us on iTunes and soon Stitcher, I think, just applied. It just takes a while, it does it? Okay, yeah. so eventually we'll get on Stitcher. Um, but find us on iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. Find and us on the gram. Happy you Campers Podcast. Email us at Gmail if you have any cool episode ideas or you want to be on the pod. If camp is your great love, we want to hear about it. Um, and that's it. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Bum 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 bum